Just a heads up, in case you didn't already know, pretty much every single episode has adult content on it, and we talk about adult things. So if your kids are around, put your headphones in, give them their iPad, or just ignore them like you usually do. My name is Ace Fanning, and this is Beyond the Secret, where people tell me their secrets, and I am just my regular nosy self. This week's secret, I dated my high school's football coach, is my first ever two-part episode. There were so many important things said during our interview that I didn't want to cut out. Because while a lot of people may have never found themselves in high school and dating the school's football coach, a lot of people have been in toxic and abusive relationships. So I hope this interview can give insight to a lot of young girls and women about what makes a healthy relationship or more so what doesn't. But I was terrified to tell this coach that I was done. Like I didn't want to do it anymore because I was afraid of what he would say or do. Do you eventually tell him? Eventually. So it continues on for the whole rest of my senior year. And I think at that point he was kind of thinking that I was going, like I was graduated and we were going to be together and it was all going to work out. But I had started confiding in this other boy and he and I ended up starting to talk a lot and hang out a lot. And then we went to prom together, which I totally lied about to the football coach because I was scared of what he'd say or do. Cause I knew that like, he was like, he was so jealous. I didn't even get to tell you about that stuff. He was so jealous. Like he would constantly, if they saw me with like short shorts on, he'd make a comment about me about it. Or if I talked to another guy in front of him, he would text me and make a comment about it. So I knew that like he was a very jealous and controlling person. And like, even though at that point, me and this other boy were just friends, I didn't want him to know that I was going to prom with the guy because I didn't want him to freak out. And I was scared that he would. So this other boy and I continue to talk and hang out. We go to prom together and we end up becoming a thing. Like we're not like officially dating, but everybody pretty much knew that we were together. And so at like a couple nights after graduation night, I text the football coach and was like, listen, like I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like all you ever do is tell me how terrible I am at this point and how, you know, no one else is going to love me the way you do. And it just, it, all you do is break me down and I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to argue with you anymore. I don't want to feel controlled anymore. And on top of that, there's somebody else that doesn't do that to me. And he didn't take it too well. How did he react? He, he freaked. He was like, you're, you're not serious. You're not serious. And I was like, no, I, I am. I am serious. He goes, you can't stop talking to me. You can't. And I was like, why can't I? And he goes, I don't know what I'd do without you. I can't live without you. I'm going to do something crazy. This might be the last time you ever talk to me. You can't do this to me. And so I legitimately started believing that like, he was going to try and kill himself. Again, the excuse that he said you told him you would do if you broke. Yes. Yes. I finally, like I tried to stop talking to him 
but he just continued to and like he made me truly believe that he was going to do something drastic if I didn't talk to him so I said okay well I still want to be with this other guy we are not together I was like we can talk as friends on occasion when you need a friend to talk to and he was like all right I can live with that as long as I still have you in my life so this other boy and I ended up dating for probably like from I started confiding in him February of my senior year and then we really started dating around prom of senior year and then we ended up breaking up in February of my freshman year in college so for about a year there was a span where like I was more dedicated to this other kid and the football coach was just a friend yeah but he was still constantly there like he was still constantly trying to text me and constantly asking where I was at and if I didn't answer his text messages within a certain amount of time, he would just send text to text, text over and over and over again. And like, then when I finally answered him, he'd be like, well, what are you doing? Where were you? I was worried about you and like, you know, freak out. And it got to the point where I was scared to like, even let my phone out of my hand because I didn't want to have to deal with the aftermath of not answering him. And I was like, and we weren't even together. And I was still, I, I still felt that way. <sighs> I really hate him. Um, after you and your boyfriend break up, does he mm-hmm. basically come back into the picture? Yeah. And the whole reason that we end up breaking up is because of him. Basically what happened was that during my freshman year in college, I lived in the dorms at ASU. And the football coach asked if he could come out and see me. And I was like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. But then he continued to ask. And so finally I was like, okay, fine. Like we'll, we'll go and grab dinner one night. And so he comes out and we go to Chick-fil-A for dinner. We hang out, right? (laughs) Chick-fil-A? Like, he's really giving you the five-star service here. Right? I know. Chick-fil-A for dinner. And we go back to my dorm and, like, nothing happened. We just hung out as friends. But then, you know, it's late. And he's like, I don't think I can drive all the way home. It's like a a 30-minute drive can't I just stay here? And I was like, no, go home. <laughs> no, you cannot stay here. Like, I was like, this is not, uh, no, uh-uh. not, not happening. And so then on his way home during his drive home, he's texting me and saying like, I'm falling asleep behind the wheel. I hope I don't get in an accident. I'm so tired. And so just making me feel guilty for not letting him stay there. And I was just like, Oh crap. Like, now, if he gets in an accident on the way home because he fell asleep behind the wheel, it's all my fault. He's super know? good at, like, the guilt trips. Oh, he is so good at them. So, so good at them. So, the next time he comes out, he he basically does the same thing again. And so, I was like, fine, you can stay. And at that point, um, I lived in, like, a single dorm, so I didn't have a roommate. I had I was supposed to have a suite mate. She, she moved back home to Denver uh, after the first semester. So I just had him sleep in her bed, her old bed, because no one was in there. I just walked him through the bathroom and he slept on that bed. And that was it. He went home. But he went and told one of the track coaches at my old high school, who was, of course, he knew good friends with my boyfriend. She went ahead and told my boyfriend. And so... That is how we ended up breaking up. Good. He's, yeah. he's, he's awful. Like, he's just like. And I mean, it's, I mean, I, I could have easily said no, 
but I, I don't know. <laughs> what was the deal with his girlfriend? So he had the same girlfriend from like my sophomore year through, I think the end of my junior year with like the first, the first times that I went over to his house and just like did the whole side hug by awkward thing. Plus the first couple times I went over there and we were having sex, he was still with her, but she found out about us because she was like one of those girls that like goes through phones and you know myspace messages and stuff and so she found all of our texts our myspace messages our aim stuff she put like i don't know what it's called like a coding thing on his keyboard where like everything that he emailed out or whatever would get sent to her email i don't i don't know so that's yeah she i mean (laughs) so she found out about us and she obviously flipped shit on him and then turned around and started making fake myspace accounts to try and friend me on myspace and send me like crazy myspace messages she got my phone number from his phone and so she would get with her whole volleyball team and like call my phone and disguise their voices and call me names and tell me that i need to stay the fuck away from her man and stuff like that it was pretty crazy (laughs) oh my god like and again like there are adults in this situation who are clearly not acting like adults yeah i remember that um she actually messed the before she started making the fake myspace pages to message me and try and friend me she tried to message me from her real MySpace and ask me about me being with him. And I asked him what I should tell her, like what, what he wanted me to say. And he told me to tell her, he asked me to send specific messages to him on my phone and on MySpace and on AIM so that she would see them to prove that she didn't trust him. Oh my God. He's a literal psychopath. Like how do someone even come up with that thought process? Oh, it, hang on. So now he he's already used that excuse on her for me. So after my boyfriend and I break up in college, he came out to my dorm again. And like, again, we were still just friends at this point. Uh, but he accidentally left his phone at my dorm at, when he left. And all of a sudden he gets all these text messages from a girl who I knew when I was in high school. She was a freshman my senior year. Shut up. Yes, she was a freshman my senior year. So she's only a sophomore at this point in high school. And she was a year ahead of where she's supposed to be. So she's actually still only like 14 years old at this point. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm and not now he's kidding. 24, 25. No, he's probably like 26. He's, I'm I was 19, so he was 25. Yeah. And she was 14. Oh my god. And so she he gets all these messages from her and like it was back before like it, I mean the whole message just popped up on your screen. So I I'm seeing everything pop up and it was like stuff about him, like her asking him why didn't you cuddle with me last night? I tried to get closer to you and you just kept moving away and like stuff like that. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. So when he comes back to get his phone, I was like, she's 14. Are you an idiot? And he tries to tell me 
that he asked her to send those text messages to his phone and he left his phone on purpose to prove to me that I still wanted to be with him. Oh my God. I really just like want to fucking castrate him. Oh my gosh. So I go to my old high school to talk to this girl played softball. So I went and talked to the softball coach to let him know like, Hey, this is happening. It happened with me when I was in high school and it's happening again with another girl who's even younger. Something needs to happen. He apparently went to the athletic director, but still nothing ever happened. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I I will say though, that's really Mm -hmm. big that you went through that process of taking those steps. Because like I said, like there was a teacher who once was told, like who once found the text between you and Mm -hmm. they didn't do anything. And for someone who's a freshman in college to be like, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to handle this the right way. Like, I think that would be terrifying. Like as being that young, having to go and talk to somebody at the school, be like, hi, um, can I uh, talk to you for a second? Like I would have shit my pants. Right. And like, and then I, the whole time I was scared because I was like, shoot, am I doing the right thing? Like maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't a big deal. Maybe it was only one time and they're never going to do it again. And, you know, maybe, you know, I, I don't know, maybe he'd be better. Maybe he'll figure it out on his own. Do I really need to do this? Am I screwing up his whole life? Like, is he ever going to be able to work at a school again? What am I doing? But I was just like, I, I just knew that like, I had to say something because I couldn't just let this happen to another girl, even though I was still like continuing to be friends with him and whatever, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Does anything big happen after that or? After that, um, he found out that somebody went and told and I swore up and down. It wasn't me. Cause I was scared. <laughs> um, and so he was like, he dropped it eventually. Um, but eventually he and I ended up getting back together. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yes, I know. I don't know why I was just, I think I was still just really upset from like losing my, that other boyfriend because I was so in love with him. Like, let I'll be completely honest. Like he was like, for me at that, like up until a few years ago, like he was the one that got away for sure. He was a wonderful person. And I like, I felt like I completely fucked that up. And so I think I was just like, well, he's showing, he's still showing interest in me after all this time. Like, let's like, I'm older now. He's older now. We can actually be together. So he probably won't be as controlling, you know, he won't have to feel like nobody can know about us. So he doesn't have to act all jealous and weird and whatever, because everybody can know about us now because, you know, I'm 20 and he's 26. And so it's fine. But I'll never but, be able to trust him around anyone when we go to Gap Kids. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. So we get back together. But I and I try to tell my mom about it. My mom's just like, fuck no. Nope, not happening. You know, I like, does I don't care if you're 20 years old. Like, you are not dating him. And so I was like, listen, like, my family isn't on board. Uh, I don't know what you want to do. And he's like, well, we'll just keep it quiet. Like our close friends can know and your family just won't know about it until 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 they come around. Oh, he loves a good secret, you know. And so at that point, like my best friends knew and like his best friends knew. But that that was pretty much it. 
and we continued to see each other from, gosh, that was my sophomore year of college until I think my senior year of college. Is oh when my God, I you're missing started. like your most like memorable years with this oh, loser. I oh, I know. And like, I look back on the things that I did, like I would sneak him into my apartment at, at college because the girl that I lived with in college, she was one of my best friends, but like she was a blabbermouth and I didn't want her to tell my brother or my mom or anyone. And so I was just like, you have to sneak in at night. So I'd wait till she would go to bed and sneak him into my apartment or I'd wait till she went to bed and I would sneak out and go to his house. But he was still the same like manipulative, controlling person the whole time. But then he'd always have those those moments where he was just so sweet and he would buy me things and do anything for me. And like, I was like, Oh, well he'll drive out to Tempe every single night to, to just to see me. Like that's a good person. But then if I wanted to go out with my friends and not have him come over, he would flip shit and be really pissed off that he didn't get to see me and then ask me to send him pictures to make sure I wasn't wearing anything too revealing or that I I didn't have makeup on because if I had makeup on, I was obviously trying to impress another guy. So, Oh, he's, Oh my God. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, so when do you <sighs> finally break this off? So finally my senior year of college, um, I'm going, I was going to visit my very best friend. I was kind of, I had kind of gotten to the point where I had gotten to my senior year of high school where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm tired of keeping things a secret and I'm tired of you controlling me and feeling like I can't be the person I want to be because I have to wear certain things and I can't wear makeup and I can't look nice because Lord forbid, you know, I attract someone else's attention. He wants uh, you to be a goddamn dugger, and you're like, listen, I think you're my <laughs> hottest years. Like, I'm going to show it off. Right? And I was, and like, he was just, if I wore like a low cut top instead of like a regular t shirt, or if I put a dress on instead of jeans or like denim shorts, he was like, well, where are you going? Why do you need to wear that? Who's that for? Who are you trying to impress? Are you trying to fuck somebody tonight? Why do you have your, why do you have your makeup on? Why do you have your nails painted? Like things like because that. Because I'm fucking like, feeling myself. That's why. <laughs> because I fucking look good. I'm like, wearing my know. training bra because I still don't <laughs> have tits at this age. Like, get away from me. Oh my goodness. So I was just kind of over it. I was done. I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. It was the day I was leaving to go visit my best friend at her college. Like, I was getting on a plane that day to go. I texted him and was like, I'm done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I, I want to break up. And he was like, you're just doing this because you're going to go see your best friend and you're going to party it up with boys that you don't know. And you want to hook up with them and not feel guilty about it. And I was like, yeah, I want to be uh, 20 years old. <laughs> Maybe I want to act like a 21 year old female for a night. Sure. And I, of course, I told him, I was like, no, that's not it. Although, I mean, I guess maybe that was partly it. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good looking guys at her college, though. They were attractive. Anyways. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I'm, I'm just done with this. I don't want to live like this anymore. And so the whole weekend he tried to text me and I just refused to respond. And 
I think ev- I think eventually we did kind of uh, text back and forth here and there. Uh, but after after that night, we were I mean, we never actually got back together. We would hang out here and there. We'd see each other randomly, like I think when we were bored and we would text each other. But we never actually got back together. What is he? I mean, without obviously telling us a lot about him, like, do you know what he's doing now? He's still coaching. Oh, my God. For the same school. Uh, he did leave for a couple of years, I believe. He went to a different school within the same district. Um, but as far as I know now, he's he's back at my old high school, uh, still coaching there. I don't know what he does other than that. Uh, I know that he's engaged. But, I mean, he still hangs out with the same people that he did back then. And he's still coaching. And that the I think the coaching part hurts my heart the most. Not that he's – I mean, I know that he's a coach and that's his thing, whatever. But there have been kids that I have taught and coached myself as a teacher and coach that I have sent on to this high school. And they look up to him as, like, this wonderful person. And he's their coach and their mentor and they love him so much. And I'm just like, these boys are wonderful people. And I don't want them to think that this person is a person to look up to. But I can't say anything to them. All right. We're looking back on this entire thing. And because uh, I all I can all like that's kind of going in my head is like, you know, we're talking about, you know, oh, I'm not going to this high school party with my friends. Instead, I'm actually going to sneak out and go be with him. And I think of all the things that you missed from your high school years and then even your college years, like huge mm-hmm. pivotal moments like that should have been enjoyable. And instead it was with him. Like, what would you tell yourself? Like, if you could talk to yourself again, like... Um. What do you think that you could say to yourself that would actually get through to you? Because that's a hard thing is I think you think, you know, I'm in love and this is real. And it's like, how do you make someone at that age realize like this is not real? This is not natural. This is not healthy. I don't know. Because my mom tried everything to tell me like that I was being crazy and that it was not love and it was not healthy. And I was just like, nope, you're wrong. I'm in love with him. You're wrong. We're in love. We're happy. It's fine. And then even when I got older and in college and I probably at that point could have known better, I was still just like, nope, this is fine. We're, you know, he does all these things for me. He takes me to dinner. He drives his Tempe all the time. He takes me to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. He takes me to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. But honestly, like I think about this and I always, you know, The thing is, is like, yes, these are secrets. And yes, it's so exciting to listen to people divulge these things, to just hear different stories because we're all nosy. But at the same time, I think about the likelihood that there is a girl out there in this similar situation. And it's like, what, like, I think about one day, like, I hope to God to have a daughter one day. And like, how do you make them realize? And it's so, it's so incredibly hard because it is like at that age, all you really want is attention. And it's like, he gave that to you. And it's, it's not attention from some regular boy at your school. It's like, Oh my God, this is like the man of my dreams because we, we wear like goggles at that age where we think, you know, 
these people have it together and it takes time for us to realize that they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, if I could go back now, I would probably just tell myself that maybe I would just explain to myself, like what my future looks like at this point, like yeah. that he was not a good person and tell myself maybe some of the things that did end up happening. Cause there are things that like I didn't discuss that ended up happening. Like, we went out to dinner one night at Asa with a bunch of friends and we were all doing sake bombers and I took a sake bomber without me, without him. And so he pushed me and like, there were like little things like that. They were like, he would like something would push me or he would hit me and not like, not like beat me, hit me, but he'd like smack me. And then I'd say, ow. And then he'd do it again. It would be like, Oh, it's kind of fun to hurt you. And like, he would think it's funny. And there were just little things like that that we didn't even get into that like maybe I could would try and tell myself like this is what your future with this person would look like you don't you don't need that that's not what you want and I think if I had really realized at that point that it would lead into like emotional abuse and somewhat physical abuse I guess like I probably would have been able to open it would have opened my eyes a little bit more but at that point I was just so like all my mom was saying was he's a pedophile and I just kept saying like no we're only six years only six year age difference he's not a pedophile well and I think you know I, I think about it and I think about especially you know being at such an impressionable age you know how did this relationship have an effect on relationships to come like what did you think was normal in a relationship like did you think it was normal for a you know, a guy to have this girlfriend on the side or what, did you think it was normal to sneak out of bedroom windows? And did you think it was normal to always have so many secrets in a relationship? And, and it's just crazy. Like the effect that he has on, on you. And on everything that happened after him. I mean, like you said, I, I knew that like, obviously certain things weren't normal in a relationship, but like, I think the secret thing was big for me because they were like, after him, any time I like started talking to anybody, like everything was a secret and I wouldn't owe it. Like I would be worried to tell the guy that I was like kind of seeing like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm going to go out with my friends tonight because I wasn't sure like how they would react because all I was used to was his reaction of just major blow up. So I would just be like, oh, I'm just going to bed tonight or whatever. Or like I can remember like sending up like a picture of myself in front of like a white wall that like looked like my bedroom door, which it was very obviously not to someone to try and prove that I was at home or not prove that I was at home, but like, just, I don't know. I think they had asked for a picture of me after I had said I was going to bed. And so like, I took a picture in front of a white wall <laughs> because I was like, Oh, this looks like my bedroom, you know, yeah. when I didn't have to do that at all, I could have just been like, Oh, I'm going out with my friend. So yeah, it definitely affected things like that. And you know what is, I wish that like, if I could go back and talk to you, I feel like the things that I would want to tell you is like, these things aren't chivalry. It's not chivalry to have a guy who wants to drive 30 minutes to come be with you. It's, you know, why is this 25 year old man available to come see you drive 30 minutes to come see you? Like Chick-fil-A is not a five-star experience. (laughs) Like, you know, like he was not, whining and dining you he was strictly 69 in you and it's like i would hope that girls out there who get in these relationships where they think that they're really really great could 
just comprehend that like and, and and it's from him it's the fact that he was like oh i drove all the way out here i can't even drive all the way home it's like shut the fuck up like they make themselves sound so amazing and they're not exactly and that's so true that like, he did make himself sound amazing like he was always talking about all the things that he did for me and how much he loved me and i was so lucky to have him he always made it very clear that i was the lucky one and like if nothing else comes from anybody listening to this like this that's the reason i agreed to do this like if nothing else comes from anybody like from people listening to this then one person realizing that like no one who loves you is going to say honestly sincerely look at you and say you are so lucky to have me then like i've done my job that's why i wanted to do this even if it just like is one person I think about it and it's like your situation is different in this in you know in the world of like okay he was you were underage and he was an adult but at the same time like it's so similar to so many like different abusive relationships that so many yes. people get stuck in. Yeah, like it started off as something completely different and something that doesn't necessarily happen all the time but it ended up being something that like I know so many people have gone through and continue to go through with like emotional abuse and whatnot. Okay. So I want to end this on a high note. Cause I don't want to be sad okay. about this. <laughs> it does. It just, it completely breaks my heart. Just thinking about, you know, I think about when I was your age and like mm -hmm. I was impressionable. And the thing that really grosses me out is the fact that he knew that and he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, yes. And I look back on it and I'm like, he like he planned every move from the MySpace messages to the putting his phone number on the whiteboard to the phone that he gave me. I mean, everything. I had already forgotten about the phone number on the whiteboard. <laughs> that one really grossed me out. But like now, like now you feel like you're in a place where you are in a happy relationship. You understand what's, you know, expected from a man in a relationship and yes. good. Yes. I, and what's kind of funny, the man I'm currently engaged to just before we went on our first date, this coach and I had kind of reconnected and we're texting back and forth. Like I had no intention of ever being with him again, but I think I was just bored and wanted attention kind of thing. Uh, my now fiance and I go on this first date and it ends up lasting like 12 hours. Literally we spent all night together. Like nothing. I mean, we kissed, but like nothing happened. We just like, we went to dinner and then we went out dancing and then we sat in a parking lot for like hours, just talking and laughing. And the whole night my phone was buzzing like crazy because the coach was trying to contact me and he wanted to know where I was he wanted to know what was going on and why I wasn't answering him. And any time that he did that, I felt like compelled to answer because I was like, oh, he's pissed off. I don't want to make him mad. I'll just I'm just going to answer him because it just it gave me like anxiety to not answer him. And from that date on, like I knew like I never wanted to answer him again. I finally felt like safe and in a good place. And like, and it was only his and I first date. I already knew like, this is where I want to be. This is not like, he is not something I ever want to go back to. And that's the last time like we ever talked was like the day before that like, my first date with my now fiance. 
And this is this is the other thing that people have to realize too about guys like him. They are cockroaches. They will continually come back. Yes. Like he will forever because he's sick and he wants the attention and he wants the control and he wants to know like that he still has that over you. And he did attempt to continue to talk to me. There were other times, you know, a couple of months after that first date, you know, my fiance and I were together and not long after that, I told my fiance about the coach and how our relationship went and that he was not a good person and he did terrible things, you know, and said terrible things. And so then on my birthday of that year, the coach tried to text me like right at midnight to say happy birthday to me. And my fiance took my phone and was like, you need to not talk to her ever again. She, she's done with you. She does not want to hear from you, which looks kind of crazy on my fiance's part, but he knows everything that happened. And it's it, not crazy. It's him being protective. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm so, happy and, that he did that. Yes. <laughs> me too. Because that was actually the last time he ever attempted to talk to me. God, I cannot thank you enough for doing this. I can't thank you enough for letting me do this because there's just sometimes like, I just need to get it all out there. You know, there's so much, like everything was such a secret that I bottled it up for so long that like it's, it does finally feel good. Even if it's anonymous to like, just get it out and tell somebody about it. I 100% stand by the fact that like talking is the world's best therapy ever. And it's sometimes like you just, you need kind of like a closure from something like this. And sometimes laying it all out in a, chronological order and just telling someone like and and not only telling someone but having someone validate that like like it made me so sad when you're like you know I was stupid and it's like you weren't stupid like you were your age you know yeah and that felt good too to know that like okay maybe I wasn't like a complete idiot I was and I do and I do know that honestly I think and deep down like like I said I look back on it and I know that he was a terrible person and manipulative and I was a naive 16 year old kid that he should have known better. So that's that. I think this guy is a loser and I hope this podcast finds its way to him and I hope it makes him take a good long hard look in the mirror and figure some of his shit out. As for all of you, thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week. Yeah.